Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning. This is Brenda Eshin Shoshana back for another episode of our podcast, Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. <clears throat> and actually, Zen Wisdom is, is the heart and the essence of all wisdom. It's, wisdom is one. Truth is one. And Zen Wisdom are like little dewdrops that fall and illuminate in a very simple and clear and direct way. So Zen wisdom for your everyday life and also our everyday life is wisdom as well. And that's actually what this podcast for today is about. You know, there's a constant, a very ancient and a continuing Zen koan, which is a question that we grapple with, that we live with, that we cannot answer logically or rationally. That's just that we have to be with in a very different way and that will open to us in its own way at a very different way also. But the question, the endless, the continuing question that comes is, how do I enter the way? Or what is the way? Or where is the way? Where? Where? Students of Zen, monks, laymen, everybody asks this question either to a teacher or to themselves at some point or to a friend. And it really means, how do I live this life? What are the steps I should take? Where is the way? Interesting, fabulous Simple but very profound question. How, how do I enter the way? And of course, many, 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 many answers come throughout the literature. Many, many ideas about how different ways of... What it really means is how do I enter the truth of life? How do I make my life most meaningful, most fulfilled, most beautiful? How, how do I... Live the purpose is another way of putting it that I'm here for, which is another way people question and, and language this. Or where should I go? What should I do? All of these different permutations of the question, how may I enter the way or where is the way? <coughs> Excuse me. And as many questions, there also come different responses different practices, many, many different spiritual practices to find the way or to be on the way. <laughs> I like that, be on the way, because we all are, of course, on the way, whether we know where we are or not, we're definitely on the way. So some say exercising, yogas, or different, different spiritual practices, and they're all wonderful. Nothing wrong with any of them, of course not. Inquiry, philosophy, study, acts of kindness, deeds of service. Actually, these are all parts of the way. These are all the way themselves. And we kind of think, well, one is good, one is wrong, one's for me, one isn't, like that. We're trying to choose. Some people taste the different pathways, which is fine to see where they feel at home or way, where they feel connected or different teachers or different groups. And particularly today with the internet, oh my goodness, it's great. We have an opportunity to 
learn, listen in, <clears throat> join in, and get a flavor of the different ways. How, and how may you enter this way? Some become full-time, so-called, so-called, full-time practitioners, and they leave the so-called world behind and just do this all the time. They join a group, they go to a monastery, they go to an ashram, or whatever the equivalent is, and, and they feel that I must immerse myself in this way, deep, deep, good. And others have householder responsibilities, children, families, jobs, and they think, well, maybe someday I can immerse myself in the way. Maybe someday. But right now, my life is busy, many demands upon me, many responsibilities. Very interesting the way we actually think about it as if our daily life, our responsibilities, our children, our jobs... (laughs) The nitty-gritty of the day is different somehow from the way itself. There's that implicit feeling. I have to remove myself from something and step somewhere else on the way, so-called. And, and that has always actually intrigued me, that apparent dichotomy, and it is apparent There comes a story in the in the Zen literature. A monk asks the teacher, "How may I enter the way?" And he says, "Do you hear the birds singing?" He says, "Yes." He said, "There you are." Hmm. Do you feel the earth under your feet? Is another way of putting it. Just feel it. Take the next step in your life. Another answer to this question is, how may I enter the way, comes from scripture, and it says, and I love this this phrase, it says, enter through the days. Oh, the first time I heard that, because I grappled with this question, this koan, for many, many years, and then I heard, enter through the days. And that took my breath away when I first heard it, and it still does. It still does. It's so clear. It's so obvious. And it's something we just don't do. And it's interesting. Enter through the days, which means enter through the days of your life. Your life, not someone else's life. The way is right in front of you. Enter through the days. Enter through whatever happens to you. That's it. That's the way for you right now. Enter it. Don't evade it. Don't avoid it. Don't hide from it. Don't say, I've got to find the way somewhere else so I don't have to deal with this person, this situation, whatever it may be. This may be illness. That's the way for you right now. That's what's appearing that's what's being given. <clears throat> Excuse me. So often we think we have to enter the days to get away from what's given, to change what's given, to uplift what's given, as if there's something wrong, fundamentally wrong with what's actually given, with what is actually appearing. 
And that's a very fascinating supposition. Something is wrong with it. I have to fix it. I have to uplift it. I have to learn from it. I have to something, 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 something. Something's wrong with it. So please show me the way so I don't have to endure. I don't have to endure my days as they are. Zen practice is a little different from that because Zen practice says sit down right in the middle of your days and thoroughly, thoroughly encompass it, be with it, taste it, don't analyze it, don't reject it, don't clutch onto it, don't try to make sense of it. Now, I love that part. Don't try to make sense of it. When we're looking for the way, we're trying to make sense in many pathways of what's happening. You know, the more we try to make sense of it, the more confusing it can become and the more it changes. Oh, we finally figured it out and boom, a whole bunch of things happen to show us that whatever we figured out doesn't hold. Mm, So powerful. The mind... The figuring out mind, the strategizing mind, the rational mind, it's an important part of our lives, but it doesn't hold for the big job, for entering the way. Entering the way, so entering our life, entering our day. Let's make it more simple, more doable. Here's a day right in front of us. Are you going to sleep all day? Are you going to fantasize about tomorrow? (laughs) Are you going to hate this particular day or remember past days that you really enjoyed or future days that you hope will come? That's what we do. That's what the human being does. We do it. It's okay. It's no reason to punish yourself over that either or to feel there's something wrong with you, you, you're doing something wrong. Nothing like that is necessary. All that's necessary is to see it clearly. When we see it clearly, boom, boom, we see it clearly, it cannot help but change. It changes by itself. Oh, we, we're illuminated. We see it clearly. Oh, oh. And then something else appears, maybe a few moments of (laughs) wisdom or clarity or the next thing that appears, but things shift by themselves. They, They shift the same way that they arise by themselves. It's very fascinating to see that life arises, arises, relationships arise, they last, they change, they must change, they morph. They transform the very nature of our lives itself. And in different practices, in different ways, we we, we learn to trust. That's a very profound moment when we can really trust the actual path of our lives even if it may not be to our liking at the moment, trust. You can call it trust God, trust the harmony, trust karma, whatever word you want to use. Trust there is something beyond ourselves that is guiding this process, that's directing this process. 
we're not really in full control of this or in control of the process itself, but we are able to control. I don't like that use that word. We are able to decide how we're going to respond to this process that we're in, to our days. That we have choice or we have the ability at least to different options, different ways of looking at it, of responding to it. But trust, what is it that we actually trust? That's such an important moment when we can attain trust. Trust that even though a day may be a very painful day, even though a situation is not to our liking, we can trust the, that we are essentially able to be with it, to experience it, and that it will come, it will stay, it will leave, and another moment, another day, another situation will arise, and that we can encompass it all. We can be with it all. Let's put it that way. We're not going to be ripped apart by it. That ultimately, ultimately, this entire process is working with us in a way that's beneficial for all. That's quite a conclusion to come to. And that's my conclusion. It may not be your conclusion, and it need not be anyone's conclusion. But as we just sit, sit, sit with it, not judging it, not rejecting it, our own conclusion will arise, and you will personally see what to trust and how the way winds for you and how to be on it, how your days appear and disappear and how to walk on that pathway that's there for you. So this phrase, enter through the days, it's so simple but so profound because it says don't miss your own life. Don't escape it. Don't, don't hate it. Don't reject it. Maybe it also suggests don't think that our spiritual practice exists to somehow transcend it, by which I mean negating it, by negating it. That's a dangerous thing, I think, to negate what's right here. We can look at it differently, we can experience it differently, we can relate to it differently, but when we go into some kind of rejection and denial, it will return. Whatever is pushed away, rejected, rebuked, returns because it wants to be accepted and loved, just like we do in our relationships. The more someone rebukes and rejects us, the more we come back the next day, love me, love me, that's the subtext, the subtext. (laughs) of our lives. We want acceptance and so do our days and the people who appear in them. They want to be they want to be with you. They want to be here. The days want to be seen, they want to be known, they want to be felt, they want to be blessed. They we they want us to make a gasho, which is thanks, acknowledged. And then that day can pass happily from our way. Or move along to the next day. So 
particularly now with what's going on all over the world, this is a very important moment to just be still and be with what's coming to you, embody it, embrace it. Don't run away from it. Don't hide from it. The way is right before you under your feet. That's what we would say in Zen. Just step on it. Just feel the way under your feet. Just feel your foot. Just take the next step that's in front of you. And you are on the way. So thank you for listening. It's wonderful to be with you every week. I love it. Thank you for your beautiful emails. You can contact me at topspeaker at yahoo.com if you care to. I'd be delighted to, to answer any questions or comments. Pretty soon I'm going to offer a workshop online called Making Your Life into a Zen Koan, showing we're going to work with ways of actually making our life into a koan and ways of working with koans. Be very lively and fun and interactive. So I'm excited about preparing it, and I'm looking forward to telling you more about it as well. So in the meantime, uh, this the URL for the podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. Thanks again and have a wonderful day.